It's time to start. Here in your presence. <laughs> and welcome to our membership celebration on this uh, Wednesday, January 27th, 2021. Uh, per our church constitution and, and bylaws, we're required to hold this annual meeting on the last Wednesday in January. So for a moment, I want you to think back a year ago, okay? January 29th was when we held our last meeting, okay, a membership meeting. Thanks to a little help from my friends at Wikipedia on the Internet, here's where we stood a year ago at this time. There were five confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the United States at that time, just five. The very next day, the sixth case would actually occur in Chicago, and it was the first one that was a confirmed case, at least in the United States, where they saw a spread from person to person. And then, as you all know, the rest is history as far as we're concerned and where we've been a year later. Who would have thought that uh, face masks would become a common piece of clothing for all of us? Who would have thought no handshakes, no hugs, unless you're John? (laughs) And also that we gathered this new phrase in our society, which was social distancing as well. So a lot of things to uh, deal with over that year. Uh, And for all of us, you know, we've, no matter what these obstacles, we have certainly worked to persevere and continue on. And the church has continued on through the last year, a number of different ways, a number of different manners to succeed. But we did and we persevered. So tonight uh, we we are here to celebrate 2020 and say goodbye to it as well. One last look and then at the same time celebrate with uh, this new year of 2021 and review what we're going to do this year. So now uh, to start off with our call to worship. Uh, Pastor Ed. John 6 says this. After this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. Lifting up his eyes then, and seeing that that a large crowd was coming towards him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarian would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they to so many, for so many people? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in this place, so the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as many as they wanted. I read that passage because we're just a little bitty church in a little bitty town, really, when you, when you think globally. And I love that passage because I, I want us, I want me to be like that boy, and I want this church to be like that where we give jesus jesus doesn't ask for more than what we have 
He just tells us to give him what, he ha- what we have and he will multiply it. He's the one who grows. So this is my prayer, not just for me or for you. It's for this church that, that we can give him all that we have and he can do the multiplication. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you got us through 2020. We thank you that today we get to celebrate in, in a chaotic year what you did in this church. It was miraculous. We thank you for that, God. We know that you have great plans for this little church, God. We pray that we can glorify you today and we can praise you for all that you've done. And we can ask you to continue to work and grow us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let it stand. Yeah, it's been quite a year. How do we make it through? Only by the grace of God. Who breaks the power of sin and darkness? Whose love is mighty and so much stronger? The King of glory, the King above all Shakes the whole with holy thunder, who leaves us breathless in awe and wonder, the King of glory, the King.
were a year ago today. Spiritually speaking, exactly the same place, standing here in the shadow of the cross. There's a place where mercy reigns and never
if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves then will I heal from heaven forgive their sins and heal their land oh give us clean hands give us invites us to come yes we want him to cleanse us but he doesn't ask us to clean up our act before we come isn't that awesome he says come and I'll cleanse you Oh, 
makes his way down to the podium to prepare our hearts tonight for communion. Communion was really never meant to be celebrated or experienced in a group of hundreds or thousands. We've improvised ways to do that. Did you know that? The original supper was with just 12. And that's because it as much represents the oneness we have with one another as a fellowship by the blood of Christ as it does the oneness that we have in fellowship with God because of the sacrifice that he made. To give your attention to Pastor Daniel. Well, we receive from the Lord what I also passed on to you. Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he gave thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is mine. Do this in remembrance of me. Take the cellophane off the top, free the bread
painted. It leaves stains on everything that it bleeds on. That sin that is in the blood of every human born of man prevented us Ted. So this is where, at each of your chairs, you should have had this full report. Uh, this is going to be your guidelines for tonight, your, your syllabus, so to speak, uh, along with a couple smaller slips that we're going to be using for affirmations of two different uh, topics a little bit later on in the meeting, okay, to guide you through this evening. So if you want to work with me, um, page two, I'm going to quickly review the minutes uh, from, from our last meeting on January 29th last year. You will see that uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You'll see our format and our agenda stays relatively, uh, has been the same for several years just because it's always worked well with, uh, with what we need to accomplish here. So uh, we did have the roll call and there were 33 members present based on the attendance sheets that uh, we took uh, tonight due to another factor of COVID. Uh, we're taking attendance by ourselves by writing names and numbers in the back so we keep it so that we don't have to deal with passing pens around and this type of thing. Uh, in the midst of amidst of COVID, one more thing for us. Okay, uh, we welcomed. I welcomed everyone, and we move forward um, uh, with uh, the call to worship uh, by uh, Pastor uh, Dave Simons, uh, and that was followed by the praise band, uh, similar to tonight. And then uh, Pastor Ed celebrated communion with those who were present. Uh, the call to order came at 6:57 uh, by uh, Chairperson Ted Tinsley, 
and then we went to the reports. Uh, first was I presented the meeting minutes from the previous year, 2019. Uh, we reviewed it as a group, and then at the end, a motion was made, uh, seconded, and passed. So we'll be looking for those types of features tonight as well as when we get through. Uh, then we called on Treasurer Russ Bolthouse. Russ came up and uh, reviewed uh, the financial report for 2019. Uh, I'm not going to go through the full details of it. It is there for you to review, and if you have questions about that, certainly tonight is, is time to ask it. Uh, and then that was followed by uh, Russ then presenting uh, the proposed budget uh, that the Elder Board had uh, approved uh, in their previous meeting for the year 2020. So tonight will be very similar to that, except we're just changing the numbers. 2020 review and then uh, to present the proposed 2021 budget. Uh, after that, uh, we had uh, page two of the meeting no notes. We had the affirmation. Uh, last year, the four board members that were up for uh, the congregation for affirmation for new two-year terms. Uh, ballots were counted, and all current board members were reaffirmed. Uh, myself uh, was one who was up for election at that time, and I had chosen at that time to uh, step down as a board member and not seek re-election. Uh, this was followed up by a membership challenge from uh, Pastor David uh, on the power of community, with his major focus was on, uh, as his guiding light was, Acts uh, uh, chapter 2, verses 42 to 47, uh, with a final call to worship from there. We closed it out with a meeting in prayer, and then the meeting was adjourned at 7.52 p.m. So um, at this time, uh, I'll just, uh, if, Ted, if you want to come up or you just me, go ahead and go with it. Okay, uh, so I'd like to, uh, if somebody, if they could offer up a motion for acceptance or if there are any questions about the, uh, the minutes, uh, have at it now. Yes? A move for a motion. Uh, do I get a second? Second, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Any nays? Don't you dare. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next section. Okay, I'm now going to uh, <clears throat> ask uh, Russ Baltas to come to the podium and go through the, <clears throat> the financial report for last year. Good evening. <laughs> well, it's been quite a year. Like Bob was mentioning, COVID was just starting. People are just starting to hear about it a year ago at our meeting. And we put together a budget, and we had no idea that we were going to have to do the things we had to do in 2020 to handle COVID and to handle being able to do our worship services and, and doing online services and buying extra equipment and cleaning supplies and just a whole host of things, you know, that changed. But we came through it. We were able to worship every week. We never missed a week. Uh, and I think that's pretty fantastic, and it, you know, just that our pastors and, and everyone was able to continue our services. You know, it was just fantastic. Um, so now we'll get into the financial report. Okay, we'll look at 2020. Our income, weekly tithes were 128,823.13. Online tithes were 13,953.15. That was also something new that we started this last year was uh, being able to do online tithing. 
Uh, so our weekly, our total tithes, and then for the year, uh, came to be 142,776.28. Our expenses totaled, and that's on the next page or on the back of this page, was 139,893.08, which was, so our income exceeded the expenses by $2,883.20, which I think is also fantastic because when all of this started, you know, back in March is when it really hit, nobody knew, you know, what kind of financial support we were going to have, what, you know, what kind of services we were going to have. So I think it's just tribute to, you know, being, thank, thanking God that, you know, we were able to do the things we were able to do and, and, and still have a wonderful, you know, a good year as far as our finances and being able to, you know, do our, do our worship services. Um, I'm just trying to look at some things here. Um, some of the things we had, like, like we had church sign repairs of about $1,041. Um, that was a expense that we normally have each year to keep the sign working. Um, um, there was a uh, memorial uh, for Lois Petty that p purchased a new oven and stove. Uh, we had to... We, uh, Upgraded our security equipment, and that was 395.50s. That's our uh, security alarm system for the church. We were able to do that. Um, there was a, a tithe that uh, helped us do some uh, upgrades to our sound system. Uh, we had an air conditioner repair of 227 under maintenance. Church van uh, was 1,516.18 for the year. I think most of the rest of these, uh, we did get a generous tithe that we were able to do, seal the parking lot, which needed, you know, if you saw the parking lot and all the weeds and everything, definitely needed to be done. So we thank, thank, uh, thank, and we're thankful for that, uh, that we were able to do that this year. Uh, on the missionary pledges, that's 11 months of, uh, of our support for missions. Uh, when this hit in March, we weren't able to do the March uh, donate or, uh, pledge for, for uh, missions. And we weren't able to make it up during the year because of other, other expenses that we had. But if we went later on, when we look at the, where we did on the budget, we still exceeded our, 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 uh, what we should be doing for missions. Uh, let's see, building supplies. That was a little higher because we had extra things that we had to had to purchase for the uh, to handle COVID and keep keep uh, you know for cleanliness and, and uh, uh, keep things clean clean and uh, janitorial supplies too was was also uh, probably a little bit higher. I think that's pretty much it. Is there any anybody have any questions about anything that's on the 2020 financial report? Yeah, Dave. I was just wondering. Uh, mm -hmm. With regards to the missions, mm -hmm. uh, being that we did exceed our expenses for the year, 
this this year. Right. I guess that'd be up to the elder board to. We'd have to, you know, bring that up and, and discuss that. Right. I'm sorry, Bob's got the question. Go ahead, go ahead, Bob. Quick, quicken is, 
Yeah, I have to renew that every year to do these reports. Yeah, and that's what I use. Yeah. I think the security software is probably like antivirus software. Is that what that is? Yeah. That, that's probably annual for that, I would think. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's that's why we have these meetings, no, you know. Right, right. Yep. Any other questions on the 2020 financial report?
Okay, let me do the. Oh, go ahead. Oh. Okay. Okay. Let me do the missions real quick here that I just mentioned that. Um, I also include a, a missions report each year. And this is this is extra things that the missions team helps to put together. Uh, you know, above and beyond what we we do with the monthly uh, uh, nineteen missions that we support. Right. And that's why even if we fall one point five, we're still way, way beyond the ten percent because we have all these special projects. Right. So if you remember uh, at Christmas time uh, we did the Angel Tree project and the missions team, which uh, this is the money that comes from the, the, the donations in the bottle and then all the all the recycling and, and the work that Dale Grover does to to uh, uh, contribute to that. So there was $1,000 from the missions team for the Angel Tree. Uh, and then from the congregation, uh, from the envelopes that people pick, picked out, uh, uh, there was another $1,664.50. Uh, and then we had one missionary guest that was able to come, and that was before the COVID uh, hit, hit, and that was Daniel Lieberick, and, and there was $444 raised at that time. And you buy an exit offering, yes. Right. Yep, yep. Uh, and then we've started a benevolence fund, which is uh, uh, missions is going to uh, have that put together. There's actually another $102 that, uh, uh, of uh, change that was added to that, so there's actually $302 in a savings account for that right now. Uh, so that was the extra missions uh, from last year. Okay, now we can look at the next page, which is the 2021 proposed budget report. Uh, I just put up here at the top what our, our budget was in 2019. If we just kind of compare, it was $140,000. Our ties were $138,584.18. So we were didn't quite make our budget that year by uh, 1,415.82. In 2020, our budget again was $140,000. Our tithes were 142,776.28, which exceeded the budget by 2,776.28. Which yes. It just shows, it just shows what God God can do, you know, and provide help, provided, part and what. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, because back in March we had no idea what was going to happen, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So that's, that was wonderful. Yeah, we made, you know, we were above uh, budget for, for our income last year with, in tithing. Uh, so looking at expenses, administration, uh, this last year was 1531.47, and our budget is eight, will be $1,800. I think that's about the same as we had the previous year. Uh, church ministries, we didn't really spend a whole lot uh, this last year. Uh, Those are all dependent upon classes and groups and stuff. Right. 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 And we do have a budget for uh, 2021 of $800 there. Uh, compensation was $85,045.84, and that's going to go up to $91,000. I'll let David maybe explain what's, yeah, what's going on with that. Okay, um, on equipment, uh, our uh, 2020 expenses were 5,846.64. For next year, or for this coming year, we're, we're budgeting $4,000. And the difference there is uh, we had some uh, extra things in equipment that were just a one-time one -time thing. great. We also upgraded the uh, security system, which that that we won't have that this year. That was a, an addition. Right, right. And then we uh, were able to, with, through a memorial to to Lois uh, Petty, we were able to purchase the new uh, the, uh, new oven and, and stove. Maintenance, uh, okay, $18,902.44 was spent, and uh, budget for next year is $14,000. Uh, 
the difference there, again, was sealing the parking lot. That was about $4,400 uh, uh, to do that, and that was uh, covered by, a, by, by tithes or ex an extra tithe. Uh, so so our, nor our normal budget would be around the $14,000 uh, for the lawn mowing and snow plowing and you know, those types of things. Uh, and then missions I had mentioned before, that that's one, was one month short because of March. Uh, supplies was very close. Uh, we, we spent 5,013.52 and we're budgeting 5,000 for 2021. Utilities uh, was 7,207.92, we're budgeting 8,500. That, yeah, go ahead. So that brings us to uh, then a budget for next year of $142,680. Um, does anyone have any questions about the proposed budget for uh, 2021? Oh, yes, yes. What it, what it was for and how it would be determined, how it's going to be used and stuff. Right, right. Right. Okay. Well, we had had some, some people from the congregation come forward and uh, asking about if we had a fund or something to help, you know, someone that maybe in the church or somebody that we know that's had a like say a disaster where they had a fire or they had lost, you know, maybe lost their income or, or, or something, you know, that we would deem worthy of maybe being able to help them with a, a, some type of monetary donation. So uh, the missions team, we decided that we would go ahead and, and, and try to set this fund up. Uh, so, t so $200 came from uh, money that was raised through emissions, you know, through recycling and through the, the change bottle. And then uh, there was another $102 in change that uh, was, uh, uh, Dale gave me that we actually, and we added that into the fund, so we've got $302 in it right now. And as we go forward, we're looking at, you know, uh, with what we raised through the missions team, you know, adding maybe 10% of what we raised. So if we raise $1,000, we put $100 into the benevolence fund. But, uh, but that's the, and then the missions team, if somebody had, had knows of someone or, or, or they had something happen where they needed some help, then the missions team, you bring it to the missions team and we can dis yeah, get, discuss it. Right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. 
So anybody else have any questions on the budget for next year or for 2021 then? Well, if we do, if, if we get a no, then we got some work to do, I guess. <laughs> but no, it's whatever people. Well, they count in those votes to see how we went. Uh, I will <clears throat> move on to the next, uh, the next section, which is Elder Board Affirmations. Now, you should also pick up a slip with several names on there of elder, elders that want reaffirming. Uh, <clears throat> as you can read on the top, it says, please vote for as many of the following as you feel are qualified to serve as elders for the next two years. Let me just say, the people that are on here have been on our elder board for a long time. And they are, I'm the chairman as, as, as of this moment. And we have a wonderful team around, uh, around the, the elder board. So I'm not asking that you vote for all of them. I'm just giving you a brief. Uh, opinion, my opinion of the people that are mentioned. So, 
You slip a paper, you can vote for as many or as little as you want. Dave? Why that's going on, we can uh, we'll come back to the results of that. We'll give you the results uh, after I'm done uh, sharing. No clock in the back, as uh, Vilma pointed out. So I need to get my watch off here so I can stay within the time. 'll each one of these to give us a word from God's word that uh, encourages for what we're going through so give me about 10 minutes so I'll do that I call this little lesson walking in the light through times of darkness now that seems like a little bit of a oxymoron doesn't or, or a contradiction in terms but the truth is uh, light is a picture of God's presence and direction and darkness is a picture of the typical condition of the world in which we live under sin, as the Bible metaphorically uses the words. Here's words from Isaiah chapter 50, verse 10. Who among you fears the Lord and obeys the word of his servant? Then let the one who walks in the dark, who has no light, trust in the name of the Lord and rely on their God. In other words, if you want light... While you're living in an environment of darkness, you better put your trust in the Lord. Uh, I remember a fellow who used to be on our elder board who's now go, gone home to be with the Lord from a number of years ago. I was probably still in my 20s as pastor of this church, and he said this line to me, and it's always stuck with me. I thought it was great. He said it was from a professor he had at Wheaton, V. Raymond, Raymond Edmund. Never doubt in the darkness what God has shown you in the light. But that's a common reaction, isn't it? <laughs> when I mentioned, you know, I was thinking, uh, oh no, we're, we're finished as a church if we can't meet. That's what I was thinking, right? I was letting darkness leak into my poor little brain, wasn't I? Okay? And God was saying, let me show you my light. Let me show you what I can do in the midst of a dark situation. Regardless of circumstances, regardless of how you feel, always hang on to God's unchanging character. God's unchanging character here is represented by the metaphorical picture of light. So hear these words from the Apostle Paul. These are from Ephesians chapter 4, beginning verse 17. So I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do. Well, Gentiles here is a picture of people who don't have faith. Faith and matters of faith and a relationship with God and God's will for their lives has no bearing on how they live or think or act or react. And he says the problem isn't how they think, the problem is that it's so easy for believers to start acting and thinking that same exact way. 
See, when I said, oh no, what are we going to do if we can't meet? I was thinking like a Gentile, wasn't I? Okay, and that's pretty ridiculous since I know God's word. I have a personal relationship with God, right? And I should know better. I've been walking with him a number of years. But it's easy to get caught up in, in what Paul here calls the futility of their thinking. In other words, that kind of thinking isn't going to get you anywhere. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance. Well, that was a tough blow, but... I'll take it. That is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. He's saying the problem isn't your intellect. You're ignorant because your heart is hard not to receive truth that you can't see, analyze, and figure out. I mean, I can't see God, but I've seen him work plenty. I should know better. Okay? <laughs> the futility of their minds, the ignorance that comes from the hardenings of heart. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. Well, what's the connection there? He's saying because their thinking is futile, they have a godless reaction to the things that are going on in their lives. And so how do they make decisions? How do they live? They just live by their instincts. In, if you have any bad habits, okay, those are things that you've learned to turn to when you're in trouble. Okay? And you could spend five, ten years of getting free from that terrible uh, thing that's been binding you up. But the moment you get into trouble, your first thought's going to be to reach back for that. That's the futility of your thinking, isn't it? That's losing all sensitivity, and that's turning to all forms of sensuality, meaning just doing what feels right. Typically, when things start falling apart in the world, my feelings can't be trusted very well. I don't know about you. Okay. And here's what I've noticed from the pandemic, is that there are people that have learned not to isolate and then the pandemic came, and what did their instincts tell them? Oh, I better isolate, right? Now, in some ways, they were right. We need to take certain care, and that's why you're all wearing masks and all of this, so that's a good thing. But I'm just saying, don't let it become an excuse for doing the same old thing you've always done. Or some people said the opposite side. Why, by golly, nobody's going to tell me what to do. Well, what if they're telling you to do something that's good for you? Okay, both sides, just sensual reactions, right? Here's what I've always done. Here's how I feel. Here's what seems right to me. Four areas of evaluation for us. I'm going to have to go through real quickly so we get done on time. First, how am I seeing my situation Okay. In other words, I talked about my initial reaction and how I saw the impact of a pandemic on the church. And now, nine months later, I can confess to you, I was clueless and dead wrong. Okay. But I was seeing it through the eyes of my fears and concerns. See, I had learned that well, we can make church work if we can get together and do certain things. And so when somebody said, you can't get together and do certain things, <laughs> I panicked. 
Okay, But not necessarily because God did not change. The reason why we make it is because God's taking care of us. He can take care of us just as well in a pandemic as he can when everything's going well. Is my instinctive response to do whatever it takes to survive. Now some people even exalt that attitude. Oh, you're a survivor. Well, congratulations, that's not worth much. Okay. We don't want to be survivors. We don't want to be people that thrive regardless on what's going on around us. Or am I viewing my circumstances through God's eyes? Paul continues. For that, however, is not the way, the way of life you learned. In other words, it's amazing how some of the simplest principles we learned in our earliest days as Christians apply here. We just have to apply them, don't we? Well, wait a minute. You mean God could take care of you back then, but he can't take care of you now? You mean God knows everything, but he didn't see this pandemic coming? God can take anything and use it for our goodness glory, except, of course, for a pandemic? Well, that's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? When you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you were taught with regard to your former way of life, the way you used to react, to put off your old self, to realize those old habits were based in my sinful reactions. They need to stop. To put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, and to be made new in the attitude of your minds. To put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Second, to whom am I submitting my situation? Is my faith being informed by what I claim to believe? Or am I relying on old habits to get by? Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. Anybody know the neighbor you tell the most lies to? Because that would be the one you live with, you. For we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. You can substitute whatever emotion usually gets you into trouble there, by the way. In your guilt, do not sin. In your fear, do not sin. Okay, you're getting it? In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down when you are still angry. In other words, give attention to it and deal with it. A lot of times people will give themselves high marks because they kept it stuffed in a long time. And it's usually an excuse for when it comes out, look out, right? But it's like, I'm not sure you deserve too many credits for that, right? Deal with it. Talk about it. Get it out. Do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer. How many of you have been stealing lately? Yeah, you probably more than you think. Anytime, like for instance, are any of you codependent? And you took responsibility for somebody else's life? You stole that from them. See how that works? Okay, let me try that again. <laughs> Anybody been doing any stealing lately? Yeah, he's getting like, that's not the way. We trust God to give us what we need. Not, oh, I, I better fix this, and I better change this, and I better make sure this happens. Like, I'm my source, God is my source. But must work doing something useful with their own hands, so they have something to share with those in need. 
What am I saying about my situation? Not just saying by my words, but by my life. Is my attitude being revealed by how I respond to all of this? If so, what am I learning? Good question. You've got to ask yourself that question. And do not let any unwholesome talk... He's not here referring to cursing, although I don't recommend cursing and swearing. That's not what he's talking about here. He tells us what unwholesome talk is. But only what is helpful for building others up. So if you're negative, 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 I don't think that's building anybody up. According to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Yes, be kind to one another and compassionate, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ forgave you. With whom am I sharing my situation? Well, for one thing, it's pretty amazing to look at this. When I look out here, I go like, oh, yeah, that's why we're thriving in the midst of a pandemic. Look at the people that are committed. Who are per it's not easy to come out in the middle of the cold, in the dead of winter, when the, it gets dark early, when you like to go to bed at 6.30 or 7. Not easy to come out. You decided it was important to be here. You were right, I think. And God bless you, right? Notice this. There were other people who were thinking just like you. And they looked around and saw you were here. And they felt encouraged that they had come. Isn't that amazing how that works? Is my lifestyle making an impact on those around me? Or is my faith a mystery to them? In other words, what of God at work do other people see in me. That's our little lesson for tonight. Walking in the light through times of... Don't expect me to preach that fast on Sunday. Okay? <laughs> Here's Bob, and I think we probably have results. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you got it. He's got it. Never mind. No, I don't. Oh. Um, so, so the budget passed. Budget passed, and also the... Uh, and. and and also all the reaffirmation of all the members tonight that uh, were on the ballot for reaffirmation to the Elder Board. Congratulations. So in closing, now let us uh, bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. Heavenly Father, you have seen this uh, fine congregation tonight in action. Uh, together, fellowship and planning, working together as a group, uh, questioning, challenging, and working together to move forward. Be with this congregation as we do move forward, especially this year in these very uncertain times as, as the world and, and all of us uh, uh, work through the issues that, uh, that face us. Uh, no matter what the conditions are, uh, we will be faithfully serving you this year and certainly well beyond that as well. We offer all this up in your name. Amen. Here in your presence. God bless you all. Thanks for coming. All things made whole here in your presence Jesus you take what the enemy meant for destruction and you turn it
your